recorded live at 4 Triple Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZED Games AU. Hello, hello, you're listening to Zed Games. My name is Easy and I'm hanging out in the studio with... Django. Django, what's up? Yeah. Oh, it's such a good day. Uh, tonight on Zed Games, uh, we'll be chatting about uh, GO423, which was Game On a Festival, or Exhibition rather, at the Powerhouse over the weekend that Zed Games were um, privileged enough to panel for. So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, local games that are being made currently and in the future and what's going on. Um, and then later in the evening, we will have Paul talking about a locally made game that is by a fantastic team, uh, Brisbane-based as well, which beam the game Unpacking, which seems to be taking the world by storm. <laughs> so we'll be unpacking that one later. Ha, ha. <laughs> but first and foremost, what we like to do on Zed Games is inform you on the week in gaming news, news. Um, yeah, news uh, which has been wonderfully brought to us this week by Elliot. So I'm going to hit play. This week in gaming news. The Game Awards 2021 announces Game of the Year nominations. This year's Game Awards nominees have been announced with Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart and Resident Evil Village in the running to take the title. Deathloop has the lead for nominations with 9 in total, while It Takes Two and Psychonauts 2 tie for second with 5 nominations each. Host Jeff Keighley has mentioned that they'll be featuring content from 40 to 50 games in some capacity, with lots to be excited for between 2022 and 2023. The Game Awards will broadcast live on the 10th of December at 10am Australian Eastern Standard Time. A link will be posted on the Zed Games Facebook page for the full list of nominees at ZEDGamesAU. Brisbane man raises $7,500 for mental health. In news closer to home, Dr. Aaron Rayner spent this Monday the 15th of November at Netherworld in Fortitude Valley playing Donkey Kong for a 24-hour stream raising money for Headspace, a foundation focused on the mental health of youths in Australia. Dr. Rayner raised over $7,500 by the end of his Kongathon stream the following morning. Xbox's 20th Anniversary Xbox turned 20 on the 15th of November, with Microsoft hosting a live event celebrating the anniversary. During the live stream, they made several announcements, with the biggest and arguably most exciting being that Halo Infinite's multiplayer beta would be releasing almost a month early, and is now free to play on both Xbox and PC. They also announced a final update to their catalogue of backwards compatible games, with over 70 new additions. Turning from gaming, they have also shown off a teaser for the live-action Halo series that will be coming to Paramount Plus in 2022, and a six-part documentary on the creation of the Xbox brand that will be coming to streaming services on the 13th of December. More news from Activision Blizzard. In the latest news from the Activision Blizzard case, one of the most comprehensive articles about the case has been published by the Wall Street Journal, who are alleging that CEO Bobby Kotick knew about the sexual misconduct allegations for years before it became publicly known, even going as far as hiding it from the board of directors. Following this article, Activision Blizzard have released a statement stating that Wall Street Journal have presented a misleading view on both the company and the CEO. Staff has since organised a walkout, demanding Mr. Kotick be replaced as CEO. 
If you want to read the article, a link will be posted on the Zed Games Facebook page. Upcoming gaming releases. On November 18th, we've got Blood Rain 1 and 2 revamped, Epic Chef XO1 and Undungeon. November 19th sees Battlefield 2042, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, and Nerf Legends. November 22nd, we've got Farming Sim 2022, and November 23rd, we've got Death's Door. That's all this week in gaming news. Thank you very much, Elliot, for the week in gaming news. Um, who's pumped for Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Not Shining Pearl? Oh. Not at all. I didn't. Lies. I, <laughs> I know you're I lying. I didn't go pay it off like two hours before this. Yeah, no, I've, I had a pre-order for about a month now, um, so I will be collecting my... You, you want to know how I picked which version I was going to get? Did you heads or tails? Like, no, queen? I was like, blue isn't my, my color, blue isn't my aesthetic. <laughs> wow. So I went with pearl, but I also I'm couldn't also remember shining pearl. which one I had as a kid. Because usually oh. I get the one that I had as a kid, or the For one I didn't have. Reasons? Yeah, because my brother and I used to just like our parents would get us both of them. Right. So yeah. yeah. Well, that's the that's the most common common way to do, way it. To do it. I yeah. mean, um, Elliot got diamond. So okay, so it's at least one mm. of us has the other one. I'm not sure. I know Hazel and Hazel has also one. Yeah. I can't remember which one she's got. So but, mm. I when they when the two Pokemon games because Arceus as well were announced and you could pre-order them. I did Arceus first. And I, I was like, oh yeah, I'll do the other one later when I have money to drop on that. Um, and then I forgot until you guys messaged today and were like, it's it's out. <laughs> and I was like, gimme, oh, gimme, I better gimme, go yeah. pre-order it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally forgot because I've been so excited with the Halo, oh, yeah, uh, Halo, uh, Halo multiplayer no. campaign beta has come out. And I've um, just been so wrapped up with that that I completely forgot that there are other game releases. That's kind of me with Animal Crossing. Oh, yes. How's, how is that DLC, by the way? Um, I haven't had a chance to play too much of it because it came out like t- three days before I had to submit my dissertation. Oh, no, that's bad timing. And so I my, my brain has been mush since then, so I haven't actually done too much. I had to pull my switch out of a drawer and like let it charge because it had been locked away for three months. <gasps> oh wow, it's been yeah. in the sin bin. No, yeah. don't distract me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty much because Animal Crossing is dangerous. That's like me with um, my PlayStation. It's a bit like I think I've installed like a bunch of different games and they're just, they're just sitting there staring at me, waiting. Oh yeah, the but PlayStation um, is at my partner's house, and I think I've just decided that they can have it, <laughs> and I I I won't. <laughs> He went, <laughs> keep it away. Especially if it was physically distance away. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Battlefield uh, 2042 also comes out tomorrow for any of uh, those shooting game lovers out there. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Uh, I don't that, get it. Yeah. Look, it's I mean, I get it. Thing, I do get it. But um, yeah, also uh, Call of Duty's recently come out as well. So, you know, there's lots of game releases, lots of things happening. Um, game of the Year nominations. Um, my personal opinion on all the nominations for game of the year is that they all are okay <laughs> i mean i played ratchet and clank i reviewed it and i, I remember my review being like not spectacular and more that i enjoyed it for a nostalgia reason yeah i mean see that's why i liked it as well i i'm not too sure on psychonauts 2 but great I great accessible game yeah both but- both ratchet and clank and psychonauts are in terms of accessibility, I did enjoy Ratchet and Clank had its issues, but yeah. 
I mean, the others I haven't played. Who do you think will take out Game of the Year? Norm? So there's Death Loop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts Two, Ratchet and Crank, Clank, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. I I think either It Takes Two or Resident Evil. Oh really? Because yeah. I think either Psychonauts Two or Metroid Dread. So uh, that's interesting. I could see how Psychonauts would, and I can see how Metroid would as well. I, I think they're all kind of meh picks, but, um, you know, I don't know what they're using to scale <laughs> the, what is the good game of the year. We are not What the is experts. good games, but, you know. Uh, anyway, we are about to have a discussion about a really cool event that took place uh, just last weekend on the 15th of November. It's my favorite. It's also where we met for the first time. It It is indeed. That was two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Two, yeah. No, two, three, three? Years. three. Three years ago. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's been a while. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll, I'll, let's just get a bit of a rundown on uh, what exactly was Geo423. Um, it's a game on, game on exhibit at the Powerhouse. It's usually run every year. And it is a locally made games exhi- exhibition, all presented by their creators and studios from things like virtual reality to tabletop games, PC, console, and mobile. Um, and you could go along for free and play. Um, lots of these cool things being made here in Brisbane. I think my personal favorite was Wacky Golf. Wacky Golf, Only yeah. Only because I got to whack you with yeah, no, a look, lot of we, things. We didn't realize we could do that, remember? <laughs> and we then were they originally told us, just trying to play golf. And then he's like, yeah, no, you can actually whack each other. And then and we, we just stopped yeah, playing golf. <laughs> that's it. Nobody, th- there was no other golf played that day. There was no other goal other than <laughs> to just to see each friends. other around this golf course. Um, <laughs> that was great. Uh, and then one that I actually have been playing since, I mean, unpacking I'd been excited about since we first saw it yeah, right? many years ago, mm-hmm. um, but Oregon Trail, the Oregon Trail. The Oregon Trail, yeah, the remake uh, by Gameloft Studios Brisbane, our, our big Brisbane dev yeah. studio here. Um, that was just pretty got cool nostalgia one. for me, though, because you know I grew up in the states, and that's a part of our history there. How are you finding playing it all week? Oh, it's been great. I I like find it hard to f- really actually stop. I didn't want to stop until I got to the end. Until I made it to Oregon. I made it to Oregon with one person. Oh, damn. You start with four. Everyone got dysentery? No. Only (laughs) one of my party died. The other two just got angry and left. (laughs) They were just like, this is too hard. You know what I've done. (laughs) (laughs) That's quite good. Um, Yeah. There was also um, another that I was much anticipating was Webbed by S-Spug. Oh, yes. Or Spug. I don't know. So cute. (laughs) S-Spug Games. Um, there's also Witchbeam who did unpacking. They also showed off another game that's in the works called Tempopo. Uh, can't say too much about that, I don't think. But um, that looks like fun, and that's yeah. coming. Uh, lots of other little indie devs too. There was um, Kitsune Project with the girl with the Kitsune husband. There was also a really awesome little indie thing by Abandoned Sheep Studio um, called Schrodinger's Cat Burglar. I think that one was also in development a couple of years ago and I remember playing it then and really really liking it but I didn't get too much of a chance this time around um, yeah um, but it, from what I saw I was like yep it's just a really cool concept yeah um having like both a cat a cat that you can split into two that is like observed and then theoretical yeah uh, and, and, and splitting splitting it's just really clever um all these games by the way uh they will be 
I will post a link on the Z Games Facebook page where you can go check out Game On 423 and you can see what else was showcased there. Um, there's lots of really fun stuff. The, the whole day was fantastic. It was great. Um, good vibes from everyone. Um, something something else that was really cool was um, Brett uh, Levy, who does virtual oh, yes. song lines, um, which is sort of a VR experience. It's more of a, I don't know how to describe it, other than uh, like this massive project that you can sort of virtually move through. Um the indigenous landscape of Australia, also encompassing a lot of Minjin here, and then it's kind of interactive. I don't know. He's got a very broad scope for what he's trying. It to is do. really cool. It's it's been in production since before we were born. Yes, um, <laughs> and so it's cool to like see how it has changed and evolved and kept up with technology. Yeah, because um, it's VR and AR now. But two years ago, it was just with the VR headset. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I remember that being really cool, except VR is not my friend. <laughs> yeah, no, you got to get your sea legs kind of thing, yeah. VR legs for that. Yeah. Um, um, but that one's always cool. You can experience it throughout different places. So you can physically go somewhere. Like I think the Maritime Museum has some of his virtual songline stuff that yes, you can check yeah. out. Yeah. Um, Other places as well. Yeah, I'll put up a link for that one as well there too. It's really, really cool. Um, there was also like some tabletop games. You could also uh, check out, I think it was Xeno Hunters, Aspia Myth, and Isle of Feathers. Um, they're all card and tabletop games. Um, we love a good tabletop game. We do. We do indeed. Especially Melee. Melee likes yeah. her board games as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a really cool day. Uh, I can recommend checking out a uh, game on next year. Um, it will be at the same location at the powerhouse. Powerhouse is such a great place too. It's so open and like because there's the markets in the morning, you know, people can just walk on in off the street, come and say hi, and then all of a sudden kids are like playing games and you can't there get your so kids away kids. from them. <laughs> there were kids everywhere this time. I feel like there were more than last time. Um, it was definitely a lot more uh, people coming through than back in 2019. Yeah. So kids are also very good at breaking your games. So if you want to test. Um, yes, how to true. break your your game? Um, giving children the opportunity to mash buttons. Yeah, you should a, do that. Yeah, Get, bring them along to mash some buttons. <laughs> so you're listening to Z Games, is that it? You're listening to Z Games. You're listening to Z Games. Hello, you're listening to Z Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. That's right. You're listening to Zed Games on 4 Are Triple you? Z. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, I wasn't sure. I'm not I'm not convinced. <laughs> uh you're listening to all the voices there of the developers from Game On uh at uh Powerhouse. Um if you are familiar with the Zed Games voices, you would have caught on to that last <laughs> voice at the end there would have been um Ray Ray. Was the, I thought so. Yeah, it was yeah, it was Ray, the original, the OG uh Zed Games uh executive producer. So there you go. Um we are now about to head into a really cool review also that was featured at the Game On uh, uh exhibit over the just last weekend. Um this one here is by Paul. It is Unpacking I by Witch Pain. Here we go. Let's do it. <laughs> Hey! 
You've arrived and it's time to settle in. Open those boxes and let's get unpacking! Yes, the biggest home organization game of the year has arrived. And now you can live out your own fantasy of putting all your stuff in a new place. A brief disclaimer at the top here. The developers of this game are locals and I consider them friends. Feel free to doubt my ability to remain objective, but I am historically a jerk. From Brisbane-based Witchbeam comes Unpacking, a narrative-based mundane chore simulator which cleverly tells the vast majority of its story through the items you unpack in various homes throughout the main character's life. You start the game as a child unpacking your first personal bedroom. It's simple enough. Stuffed toys on the bed, games in the cupboard, that sort of thing. As the game continues, however, you'll find yourself in more complex spaces, multiple rooms and multiple people. In a communal sharehouse space, for instance, you may not be able to touch others' things. A romantic partner, however, you might go a step further and rearrange their underwear drawer because they just don't do it correctly. The game does not tell you these things, rather lets you discover them by play. The mechanics themselves are very simple. Click on a moving box and the next item comes out. Put that item in the room and get the next item out. Eventually, when you empty a box, it will fold up and disappear. Extremely simple in concept. The game has minor puzzle elements. You can't just pile everything on the floor. Certain items can only be placed in certain rooms and under some conditions. Leaving all your undies on the bed is not acceptable. There are also small challenges in the game, which unlock stickers. These consist of putting items in clever positions or in certain combinations. Here's the thing though, even with the minor puzzle requirements, you can actually turn them off and allow the game to accept any item placement. I don't really recommend it, but if you're just messing around or a child is playing, it might be worthwhile. The game's real achievement is the amount of storytelling and character building it manages simply by the items included. A diploma from graduating university might be a basic example, but it's generally far more subtle. Items kept over the years or noticeably discarded. Changes in the character's taste and of course the progression of time. Starting in 1997 and ending in 2018, the story has an excellent sense of time and for people around my age, boy howdy is it full of nostalgia. Which brings me to the visuals. The pixel art is phenomenal in the game. It may sound simple, but every item you unpack is rotatable and may have multiple states. A shirt could be hung up or folded, for instance. This creates quite a bit of artwork required per item, and it can be very specific. If you look through the character's DVDs or legally distinct GameCube games, you'll be able to recognize exactly what every individual item is referencing. In a legally distinct manner, of course. And there are Easter eggs to discover everywhere. Music can be played, game consoles turned on, references to other games including Witchbeam's own Assault Android Cactus and their only recently announced Tempopo. And here's the one that really blows my mind. The clocks progress and the time of day shifts outside of the windows. Such needless attention to detail and extra work, but boy howdy do I appreciate it. So generally, the act of unpacking is very calming and therapeutic. Organising and rifling through someone's belongings seems to satisfy some core part of the human experience. The less spoken of value the game provides, however, is playing with other people. Most of us probably never think twice about where certain things go in our home, but it doesn't take much to find a difference of opinion. It can spark surprising discussion, and I'm sure it will be fascinating to watch people, especially from other parts of the world, play and see their basic assumptions. 
The game even facilitates this sharing by including both a photo mode and allowing you to export your playthrough as an animated GIF. These are welcome additions, but if possible, I'd still recommend playing through with others live. It's a surprising conversation starter, and due to its extremely relatable concept, generally appealing to those who don't typically identify as gamers. I haven't mentioned the game's audio yet, and unsurprisingly, it's much as the rest of the game is. There are more noticeable elements such as the soundtrack and the fun songs you can play in each period, but again, it's the surprising robustness and attention to detail in the simple looking design that really shines. If you pick up an object and put it down, it will make a simple thud. Obvious, right? Well, now try putting it on a different surface. Now pick up a different object and put it on the same surfaces. Every combination will have a different sound associated with it. The amount of foley work is astounding and you would probably never notice it unless it was pointed out to you, much like I didn't notice until it was pointed out to me. It's a game of subtle detail that all works in concert to make the game truly satisfying. Composer Jeff Van Dyke provides the soundtrack and it might be my favourite work of his yet. The background music is pleasant and tries not to draw too much attention to itself, but it's surprisingly upbeat and melodic for tracks with that goal. It's all very calming but fun. And there are the tracks I've mentioned a few times now that you can play in the various music players that reflect both the time in history and the character's taste of the time. Like this track titled, Yeah Nah. Nah, yeah, I like it. Unpacking is a unique experience that people will find easy to empathise with. The attention to detail in design and production really set it apart from the crowd, and while short in length, I've already found myself coming back to it multiple times since my initial playthrough. With a playtime around three hours and a cost of $30 Australian, it may seem a bit steep for some players, but, and here I go again, the game is available on Game Pass. Whatever your preferred method, I highly recommend it. You can get unpacking on PC, Mac, Linux, Switch, and Xbox platforms for around $30. Thank you so much, Paul, for that review of unpacking. Such a wholesome, beautiful experience. I was just notifying my partner that I do have Game Pass, so they don't need to to spend $30 on it if they can't, because <laughs> they were like, oh, I'm sad, I missed unpacking. I was like, no, the, the review's about to come up. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, I got it on Nintendo Switch. Yeah, um, how does it go on the Switch? Because um, it's a cursor-based game. Yes, it is, and, and I don't recommend the Switch. sketchy on oh, the Switch. Um, I don't recommend uh, the Switch purely because it's a little, it's like slow on the movement. It's kind of hard to sort of like frame, Uh, but it is still extremely pleasant. And I I actually really like playing Unpacking on the go and like just doing levels and stuff. It's something I would play on mobile. Yeah, it's like a a stimulation thing too. I think as a neurodivergent person, it's nice Mm. to to play and engage with because it feels a bit more like a toy. Um, and it, it's definitely a game, but it feels like a toy to engage with, which I really yeah. like. Um, something that I'm going to segue us into. Oh, yeah. 
Um, Take it away. I was gonna, I was gonna say because in unpacking, there's this moment at the very beginning, uh, quite early on, where you get to sort of write your name on your school books. Yeah. And um, as a trans person, it was really nice to be able to write my name on yeah. on my school book, and it be not my old name, but my current name. And yeah. it was that was a really special moment. And in honor of uh, Segway now. <laughs> and in honor of Transgender Awareness Week, um, I'd like to give a special thanks to all our genderqueer, trans, and gender diverse local games community. Wherever you are, keep making awesome interactive art. We love to highlight you on the show so um, and amplify your voice here. So if you've got something that you're making, please reach out to us at ZEDGamesAU so we can, you know, play what you're, you're making and yes, make please. sure that we, we have you in studio. Uh, you have... Tuned in at the unfortunate time of Zed Games wrapping up for this episode today. If there's anything that um, you missed uh, and you'd like to check it out, you can head over to our Zed Games Facebook page at ZEDGamesAU. Um, that's where we post our weekly gaming news, our podcast, lots of awesome gaming memes. So many memes. So many memes. All the memes. All of them at once. They're very uploaded. relatable. They, they are. They're all very good Every time I moods. see them, I'm like, oh, I love this. And I have to make sure that I'm <laughs> reacting not as Zed Games, but as myself. Yeah, no, it's really weird when you're laughing at your own joke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do quite like the one recently that I put up, which is like when the online dating algorithm actually works. And it's a little screenshot of like a Tinder oh, yes. exchange. And this person wrote E, <laughs> e the letter a. E. And then they responded with A. And then that, and then responded sports. And it's like, it's in the game. And the person says, I think I love you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fun memes. Anyway, um, enjoy your week. Have fun. And we'll be back. Play with, games. Yep. Yeah, definitely play games. And we'll be back with more reviews and awesome things next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZEDGamesAU. See you next time. time.